Hey everybody, welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we're breaking down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Jack. I'm Billy. And uh, we've got some special guests today. Hey guys, you want to introduce yourselves? I'm Chris Derkoch. I'm from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. <laughs> uh, I beat you to it, Jeff, didn't I? <laughs> I'm Jeff Ferry, host of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute and Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast. Ha! Oh yeah, and I was on the Burbs Minute too. How's that? Yeah, well, so was I. So, like, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Well, welcome aboard, guys. Yeah, you guys get to join us this week. Uh, we're going to be doing um, Minute 120 today, so uh, let's go ahead and crack into this and see what's going on. 121. Oh, is, it, is it 121? <laughs> I'm looking yeah. right now at this. Oh, God damn you. I, 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 get, I, get, I get them every time with that because I, I didn't yeah. label them right, so when I send them to him, they're off by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, 121, everybody. So you just called him a cocksucker. I guess we're allowed to curse on this, then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. Even if we weren't, I would. So Yeah, you would have figured that out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I do want to listen to a PG Marine podcast, though. Yeah, yeah. that ain't happening. Oh, no, it'd be very short. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and goodbye. <laughs> Hoorah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Minute starts with a pretty pleased with himself, Gunny, sharing a moment with Stitch Jones, and the moment ends with, a real quick helicopter flyby. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Chris, Jeff, uh, I didn't say it, so welcome aboard. Appreciate you guys coming by. I we I know we talked briefly with Jeff. For some reason, we weren't able to talk to Chris ahead of time in the green room. I stopped and had a couple beers on the way over. I could I couldn't make it to the green room. I'm sorry. There's a real surprise. <laughs> no worries. I brought them with me too. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Out of boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a can of whoop ass right there. <laughs> Jeff kind of explained to us a little bit his, his history with the movie. Uh, you guys want to kind of just touch base with the listeners and let them know where your background with this particular movie? Amazingly for me, my background for this movie is when you asked me if I wanted to come on the podcast, I watched the movie. <laughs> I had never seen it before. And I'm a Clint Eastwood fan. My family, my father was a Clint Eastwood fan forever. I have no idea how I missed this movie. Ah, well, congratulations. I am now a fan. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, that was that's the follow. That's always the follow up question. What you, overall, <laughs> yes. what did you think? Absolutely. I, I, again, I don't know how I wasn't watching it forever because it, it was it was a fun movie to watch and definitely my kind of movie. So that's always kind of special too. And you know, those movies been out for a really long time, and and uh, you get somebody that's never seen it before and they like it, and you're like, oh, I remember yeah. that time. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We've had both reactions. We've had people watch movies we asked them to, and they're like, I really liked it. And then we've had the other ones that are like, why did you make me watch this? Yeah. Well, glad you I told you guys in the green room, which I showed up for and other people didn't. Um, I had a vague recollection that I had seen some of this movie, but it was just in passing as a child, as you had to watch all those things because there was only one TV. Uh, and if you wanted to watch something, that's what you watched. I think the problem with this movie, why people don't remember it is, I told the average person to name 10 Clint Eastwood movies. They're not going to name this movie. They're going to hit the Westerns, Spaghetti Westerns. They'll probably go through like Dirty Harry. They'll hit his newer stuff he's done. I feel like this one just kind of falls in. They might throw the, you know, the Clyde ones in there. <laughs> if they like those. Yeah. I feel like this one just falls. The man has made a lot of movies. And I think yeah. this is just, the problem is it's a, it's a good movie, but it's like, not that it's outside of his normal genre, but it's not one of his like main tent poles yeah. that he did. Yeah, unless you were a Marine, I could see that. I could see that. Firefox is another one that unless you like knew of it, y you may not even remember it. 
But it's the one where like you're like, I don't remember it. And then it comes on like, you know, TBS and you're like, I remember this movie. Yeah, yeah that was that whoa, the badass jet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is kind of in that in between stage of Clint Eastwood's career where he was kind of like he wasn't the the seventies and I guess well, this was mid eighties, but he was starting to age a little bit. And he yeah. was kind of getting out of like the action hero, like tough guy role. I mean, he's still actually pretty tough and he still like plays the tough guy role at 80, 90 years old too. But he, he kind of, I just feel like he had that kind of lull, like Bronco Billy lull, you know, stage of his career. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden he kind of came out with these like really, even if his movies like weren't excellent, like he comes out with these really um, critically acclaimed, like direct directorial movies. And yeah. he's kind of in that. And then, you know, and then he does a movie here and there. Um, and of course I always enjoy seeing him, but I can see this is kind of in that like in between stage of, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's one of the biggest actors in the world versus one of the best directors in the world uh, or, you know, at least well-known anyways. But it, it's, to me, it's always a, it's a staple of it's veterans day. It's Memorial day, TBS or history channel, or one of those places are going to yeah. do a, a war movie marathon. Heartbreak yeah. Ridge might show up on it. AMC. It's that's where it usually comes on. Is AMC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Veterans Day weekend. <laughs> yeah. One thing First I, did, I was confused. I thought it was Hamburger Hill. I had it confused with the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a little more serious than this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just what I was going to say. One thing I didn't expect from this movie, I expected it to be Clint Eastwood. He's a badass. It's going to be pretty serious. And the, his crew's a little slapsticky in the beginning. Yeah. No, this definitely uh, yeah. plays like a comedy. Oh, you mean that's not what a real Marine recon unit is? Like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. I was never there, but <laughs> I don't know. This is practically a documentary. So, <laughs> Oh, is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> Every unit that I've ever been in has been like these plucky upstarts who, you know, just need the right father figure to come in and like make them a team. It's kind of like the Mighty Ducks or Bad News Bears, as I always call it. You know? <laughs> Here's what I would say. Stuff that happens like the barracks someone like the the ball breaking like him with the shirts and like that kind of stuff that's a little more close to life complete ineptitude of the soldiers or of the marines uh, no no <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and even units it, that suck aren't that bad yeah. does it really yeah. happen that the, the his his people who are under him are going to kick his ass because they don't like him does that really happen I'm not going to say it's never happened. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> but, but typically okay. yeah typically no typically no <laughs> but does it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th th that's the thing. Like, like that's why you have like five drone instructors in boot camp because there is that one guy the size of Swede that might take a shot at a guy yelling to, at them. But there's five other dudes that are going to just pile on you at, right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it never ends well. Yeah. I never, I never joined the military because I thought I would be that guy as a kid. I was always like, if they start yelling at me, I'll yell back and we'll, we'll get in a fight. But now as I get older, I realized as a kid, I would probably been laying on the ground crying, getting you know, my ass kicked. So. <laughs> my whole goal was like, I was there for like five weeks and they're still like, who are you? I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I, when I was in boot camp, it was like the first week, which is always like hell week. It's always, it's horrible. We had a guy completely lose his shit on like day one of actual pickup and training. <laughs> oh no. And so he was like, he refused. He's like, I just recruit refuses to train. And they're like, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Like they try to get him on board. And it, when they realized that he wasn't, they immediately removed him from the situation because they didn't want to get everybody else, you know, infected with that. Like that's how mutiny started. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they got him the hell out of there. Now, when we were at Chow and, and, and the firewalk, the firewatch guys confirmed this for us. 
apparently this dude was just sitting there. And I remember seeing him just like he was all dejected, just up on the quarter deck, just sitting there waiting to something to happen to him. What it turns out is the MP showed up to just escort him, not to arrest him, but just to kind of escort him to wherever they were going to take him to admin discharge him. Failure to adapt to military lifestyle. Oh, big time, big time. But this <laughs> dude flipped out when those MPs showed up. It wouldn't calm down. It started trying to like, he wasn't like a big dude either, but he tried to like physically restrain, you know, keep from being restrained. Our senior guy had to basically body slam him <laughs> and he got escorted out in handcuffs. And, <laughs> and it, <laughs> so at some point, if you just flat out refuse and you're like, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. Like at the end of the day, you the only thing they're going to be pissed about is that they wasted some money on you. Yeah. Get you oh, there. Really? But like, they, they, watch you off. You, they draft you. You volunteered. They'll be like, all right, we'll send your ass home. Goodbye. Yeah. You just could never come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the family, the, the family's at home pulling the damn, go, have a good luck with recruit training, you know, going away party shit off the walls. And there's a little knock, knock, knock on the door. <laughs> oh, show up. <laughs> my, 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 uh, my recruiter, the the guy in charge of the recruiting station, not my direct recruiter, gave us a card. He was like a master guns or master sergeant. He gave us a card. It was his direct card in case we needed anything. Yeah, well, like like we could call him, but he still <laughs> gave us his card. And all he wrote on the back was YAP. And he goes, you know what that stands for? And we're like, because there was a couple of us from uh, high school that kind of went in together. We all just kind of did, did the buddy system so we could at least be in boot camp together. And I said, you're a pussy. <laughs> and he goes, and he says, remember this, because if you quit and you go home, all your friends are like, yeah, yeah. And you say, fuck the core and fuck this and blah, blah, blah. He goes, in the back of their mind, they're going to be thinking, yeah, but you didn't make it. You're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> right. so he came, that was, that was his, his little way to remind us to just stick with it. You know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to get to those rough spots. They happen. Like every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For four years. <laughs> four years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, four years. <laughs> it's not like I'm still doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's just our mantra for the rest of our life. Just got to make it through today. Fucking 23 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a problem at the beginning here. Uh, Mario Van Peebles, I know he looks at uh, at the gunny here. Yeah. I don't like his look. It's weird. It's weird me out. I have it frozen on my screen. I don't like it. I mean, I think it's a like a nice moment when you watch the whole movie. But when you just watch this one minute, it's like they're flirting with each other. It really is. <laughs> I mean, getting a wink from uh, Clint Eastwood in real life or Gunny in this movie is like the equivalent of like someone coming up and hugging you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's all you're going to get. not the most emotive man ever. No. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's probably more than Aggie gets from him. Yeah. She gets a little pat on the butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like the fact that these two, I mean... They sum it up. He's even got a smirk on his face afterwards, Be, you know, given where their relationship started very tumultuous. And then now they're, they have a mutual respect. And of course, that just makes Mario Van Peebles day. But it does, when you pause that, it does seem like he's like, hey, wink. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Me, hot shower, wink, wink. Yeah, but this is a nice moment. It's totally ruined by the, you know, the embodiment yeah. of the green weenie himself. <laughs> major, you know, major power shows up. Yeah. It's 24 seconds before he shows up. You really got us a good minute here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, as usual, here comes the officer to ruin the fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fun police. Get on your damn feet. <laughs> Get on your damn feet, highway. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like 
the whole, you know, like, what what the hell, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm enjoying the view, sir. <laughs> like, he has no, no time for, you know, major powers at this point anymore. He doesn't have, he doesn't care about his bullshit. You know? He was never afraid of him from the beginning. No. Yeah, never. Oh, and, I mean, I'm sure these guys know it. Once you reach a certain amount of time, you could give a shit what the officer says. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Fire me? Get the fuck out of here. You know, uh, maybe of a certain rank. This dude's like a major. It's like, whatever. There's like 50 of you running around. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think early on in the movie, you know, he was, you know, he, he this was his chance to come back. And he had had trouble <laughs> in the past. <laughs> so he was a little more on his toes with not, with trying to, you know, play ball. He he ate a little bit of shit from him, but he he never backed down. But he, you know, but at this point, he's just like, I don't care. I just... I mean, I just had a, you know, he's, he's having a post-orgasmic cigar. I think he just retired. Yeah, on active duty. <laughs> well, yeah. No, this right here, this this is the look of a man that has just decided he's done his job. There's nothing left to do. I'm fucking done. I don't fucking care anymore. It does feel like that. Yeah, he, he got to go out on top. You know, he's champ. Yeah. He's going to retire now as champ. You know, he... He got his win that Major Power said that, you know, oh one and one. So now he's one one and one. And you know, and, and I, I was just you know, he's got that cigar that he's been carrying around since he took it off a dead soldier. At this point, he's just I, to me, I'm like it's almost like a post coital smoke because he's like, you know, the war's orgasmic for him. So <laughs> um, and of course he's gotta be ruined, you know, by yeah. the major. I'll, I'll tell you why this guy's a bad officer, besides all the real reasons we know it is. Any quality officer, when the other guy shows up, would immediately have taken credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> be like, did you lead this? Absolutely, I did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's, he, he's, just, he's just mad. That, he's more mad that they disobeyed direct orders, which was a stupid order to begin with anyways. What was the order? Wait for me? That was the order? Yeah. 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 Do not yeah, uh, yeah. report back and, and wait for me to, you know, basically don't take the hill. Wait for me. So I can steal the That's goal. how wars work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Right. And. <laughs> And that's exactly it, because Powers looked at war as a way, basically a, a way to advance his career, uh, which there are plenty of people like that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get into leadership positions unless you've had combat experience, usually, or at least infantry experience. At least that used to be the case. I'm not sure if it still is. Yeah, I but mean, I'm, it, it still is. Yeah, yeah it's I think, I think Marine officers, you have to, I think Marine officers, you have to do, your first term has to be with an infantry unit. Well, you want to be, you know, you want to make the ranks up into like the Pentagon and, you know, the Joint Chiefs and all that crap. There, somebody has to have experience there. You know, they're not, you know, they're not, they're going to take the supply guy. For, you know. <laughs> I like, everybody has the same reaction to him in this movie. Every time he mentions that he's from supply, they're all like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give me some pencils, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that, you know, just how you can see how mad he is at, at uh, Gunny Highway when he's like, get on your feet. And he, and he clenches his fist. Yeah. And, and, you know, right before that, you, you know, we hear the helicopter. I feel like Clint Eastwood... I think I I think he's about two seconds away because you know you see how he pauses when he's going to take his cigar uh, another puff of his cigar. He has a smart ass remark of you know sir you're beginning to bore the hell out of me which <laughs> to him was worse than being beaten shot and killed he, you know he said was don't bore me. Yeah. I, you know I, after that I I could have seen him getting up and just decking him but then the the chopper shows up. Yeah. I, I feel like he was just in no mood for any of his shenanigans at this point he's eating enough shit from from powers plus he already kicked his ass once yeah 
I think possibly the only reason he didn't get up, up and deck him because he wasn't getting on his feet because he was old too. I'm staying right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was surprised they didn't go for the full thing. Now he tells him to get up, but I'm surprised he didn't ask for a salute, which would have been way out of line. Because yeah. Because he would never do that in this condition. But I thought that's what he was going to do. He'd be like, you need to get up and salute me. I'm an yeah, officer. I figured, I figured he'd give him a hard time for not having his cover on outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we know those guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's your cover? Get your hands out of your pockets. Yeah. yeah. You know, back in boot camp, if you were outdoors with your cover off, you had to put your hand over your head. Oh, yeah. You know, if, you, if your cover blew off or you forgot it or something, you walk around like a dummy with your hand over your head. I'm surprised Powers didn't make Gunny do that. I don't think Gunny would have done that, but. <laughs> yeah, he'd have been like, no. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. Now, there's there's a big pile of bricks that we see when the right when the Jeep, you know, when Stitch walks away and then the Jeep pulls up. And is, Are we supposed to believe that these bricks were there from the explosion of when they destroyed the, the, um, the collapse a couple wall. minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I w- I'm like, or, or was like the Cubans planning to repair this old fort? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like the opposite. It looks like debris that somebody piled up from before. Like they tore down part of the fort. And they're like, well, let's just put it all over there. <laughs> it almost looks like a movie set, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that is that. like, if I had a criticism, like an overall criticism of this movie, and I'm sure it's budget reasons. I'm like, there's never more than like, nine people in any scene. Yeah. <laughs> and like if Clint Eastwood makes this movie, let's say 15 years later, I'm like, say he's not in it. I'm sure he gets a slightly bigger budget to hire some more extras and a little bit. I understand Grenada was a small invasion, but it wasn't that small. No, no, no. Well, that's, that's what we were talking about. Like, uh, so they, they, like where they filmed, this was a legit Spanish fort in Puerto Rico. And it's like now a nice museum and ho- I don't think it's a hotel. I think it's a museum at this point. All the stuff when they were on base, which was, supposedly Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, which was clearly Camp Pendleton, California, they had the legit uh, Marines uh, as as the extras. Like all, every guy that you see filling in the ranks of recon in, in pretty much throughout the whole movie, or at least the, the early p- half of the movie, those were all legit Marines attached to that unit. Well, now they go to Puerto Rico as part of their invasion, and there's only like seven actors as part of the recon team. Like what happened to all these other recon? Like, when they go on PT, there's like 30 guys in their platoon. Now there's only seven. <laughs> My guess is they they didn't want to pay to send all the <laughs> you know extras or oh to Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 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 obviously like wh- whoever local actors were playing the, the Cuban army that that could pass, but the, you know they're not going to fill the locals in as the the recon guys because it's clearly not going to work. <laughs> so they they only took over a handful of guys, actors it looked like and and. It's, but I'm like, we had all sorts of characters that we kind of noticed that just kept showing up in random scenes. <laughs> Tau guy. Tau guy, yeah. And Tau guy, <laughs> I think Tau guy was the same guy that looks like our buddy, I think. And he's got like a mustache and we're always seeing him and he's just randomly there. And it's like, he's not here. You won't see him anywhere in Puerto Rico or I guess in Grenada. I guess they, I guess they were rear guard maybe. <laughs> Way in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Way back in North Car- North Carolina. <laughs> well, tall guy may actually been in the shower with the, with the college chick. Yeah, he wishes. <laughs> a nice gratuitous nude scene with uh, Clint Eastwood's mistress at the time. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because this movie doesn't really call for it, and yet <laughs> that was just a random scene. Yeah. Uh, they always had to have boobs in every movie back then. Yeah, yeah, it was a checkbox. Yeah. Well, you had to earn that R rating somehow, because honestly, this movie, aside from a little bit of the language, isn't really that bad. No. no, it's not bloody or anything, really. But no, not really. It's a goofy comedy. I mean, they uh, 
tone down a little bit of the swearing, and it could be a PG thirteen movie nowadays. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. easily. It's it's really tame. So, yeah. but I thought I was something special at like ten years old, like watching the movie, like behind my dad's back while he, him and my uncle were watching it. It's like, all right, here's an you know, war movie. All right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is a pretty quick minute. So, um, do you guys have anything in particular about this minute you want to get to or, or talk about? I don't have a, I don't have too many notes. No, I think we covered everything I had written down. <laughs> and for some reason, you didn't cover it. Uh, half of the next minute's the same thing. So I'm sure you <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if everybody's satisfied with with this minute, why don't uh, I give you guys a chance to uh, let all the listeners know where they can find you? You want to plug it this time, Jeff? I do everything around here. Since I do all the plugging on our podcast. <laughs> I got to give you something to do. Yeah, you can <laughs> listen to us over at uh, Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We cover all the Kevin Smith movies that uh, star the eponymous Jay and Silent Bob. We've done Clerks, Ball Rats, Chasing Amy. We are, let's just say, researching dogma right now. Let's go with that, Chris. Not that we're just doing nothing. <laughs> so if you're interested in those movies, you should uh, swing by and listen to it. We're over on Dueling Genre. Um, we also did the Burbs Minute. Many, many years ago, back when Movies by Minutes was just a passing fad. So that's a nice Tom Hanks classic. It's in the <laughs> 80s, too. There is no gratuitous nude scene, although that would have been nice. <laughs> it's always that's, nice. That's one of the, the one movies in the 80s that didn't have boobs in it. That's weird. It's because it was a PG movie. I swear, I feel like the PG ones even. I saw music videos with boobs in so them. I would have been fine with a gratuitous nude scene because it was either Rumsfeld's wife or Carrie Fisher. Yeah, it would have been absolutely fine. <laughs> you know, oh, there's plenty of nude, uh, you know, boobs in like, what is it, Smoking a Bandit 3 or like Best Little Whorehouse. Those are all like PG. It's like back in the day when you could show boobs and butts in a uh, PG movie. I, although I would have swore the Burbs was in the 90s. I, like I just have a memory of it. Yeah. Well, I was right on the cusp. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it still qualifies as a 90s, uh, 80s movie. Everybody can find us at the Marine Corps Movie Minute, our Podbean site, and of course on Facebook. Um, so, Chris, Jeff, Perry, I appreciate you guys joining me. But I am glad that we are wrapping this minute up because, frankly, guys, you're beginning to bore me. Or I should say, you're beginning to bore the hell out of me. <laughs> I fucked up the line. <laughs> uh, I forgot to read the script. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm shocking. Say what? And we'll probably still fuck it up, even though we just... Worry, we'll still fuck it up. Don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it's we'll fine. It it's yeah. fine. Say what? Well, um, I'm, I mean, we can... Every, uh, pfft, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> you're broke. Are you okay? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs>